Hunt and Darton at the Creative People and Places Conference 2021. Welcome to this special one-off podcast in celebration of our time as artists in residence at this year's CPP conference. Hold on a minute. Can you get a one-off podcast? You can now. That's right. Back in November 2021, the People Place Power Conference was an online meeting place for everyone interested in shifting approaches in inclusive arts and cultural engagement. And of course, we couldn't help ourselves but do some interactive participatory games during our time there to unpick some of the themes via the power of play and generally empowering people to simply express themselves which is something Hud and Darton does best. So this podcast combines the best bits from our power play workshop sessions with new collaborations discussing anything from co-creation to power to community to joy with some non-passive delegates as interrupters, just to keep things exciting. There's also some DIY jingles made by more of the delegates on the day in the comfort of their own homes, and a cocktail unmastered class. That's right, Hunt and Dart, an attempt to teach everybody over the power of Zoom how to make a Hunt and Dart and cocktail for the future. People, place, power... We are going to start today with co-creation and you can um, flex whatever you want to about that between the two of you. I've got a timepiece here. We're going to be talking for two minutes and we'd ask you to begin now. Go on, Danny. Co-creation. Okay. Um, What do I want to talk about co-creation? I was just going to talk about me. So basically when I approach uh, this whole CPP thing, I'm bringing my practice to other people's um, ideas and um, directions. So uh, um, rather than me try to um, impose what I want, I ask people what they want and then try to put my spin on it. And what that's enabled me to do is jump from project to project and, um, and make a lot more networks. I think sometimes when we're in a situation where we're trying to impose what we want to do on people, it doesn't always work out. So there's a lot of compromise needs to be done. If people are prepared to um, put co-creation as like the priority, and then adjust what they're working on to facilitate that. I think a lot more things can be achieved in that direction than if we're just trying to promote ourselves and what we're trying to do. You go. Okay. Just for those who don't know, I'm Carl. I'm the director of the Creative People and Places program in the East Midlands. The interesting thing for me about co-creation is I think as a director, it's trying to create a space and the infrastructure for that to happen, which is really difficult and often underestimated how hard it is to get people in a room to even start to express or share ideas so I think there's quite a lot of you know look at what and Dart have done trying to create space now for us to talk and actually no one really wants to turn on their cameras <laughs> so, so I think it kind of shows how difficult it is to actually get the right people in the room and it's a constant struggle and you know once you get people like yourself Danny or others in a room talk I think that's the easy bit really I think it's the the kind of behind the scenes and the work that has to happen to get people in that room um, we all know how difficult it is to get the right people in the room. Often you get the usual suspects. Well done, Carl and Danny. First collaboration of the day. Really good. Thank you Yay. so much. Very good, very good. <sighs> okay, so they're open to interpretation. Our collaboration and those being put on the spot currently are Emma and Daisy. Thank you very much for doing this for us. You, again, are the director, which is a word. 
to conversate upon and at any point our audience now which is myself and Holly and anyone else who wants to turn on and Danny and Carl will be able to interrupt your conversation and it would be really wonderful if you could <laughs> take the direction that is that you're being interrupted with and anyone in the audience if you could just make sure that we try and do that one at a time fabulous okay your conversation of course is power you have two minutes and we can't wait to hear what you've got to say off you go one emma okay so as um is an artistic context it's it, i think it's a continual you try and sort of shed the power that you may have as an artist it's really difficult because you're aware that you go into, into a setting and you have a sense of power in terms of the skills and the education and a certain privilege that you go with but if you've been approached by an organization to then or you've secured a commission to work with a a certain community then inevitably you do go with with all that baggage which is like power baggage I suppose but you've got to be transparent about that I suppose what Okay. Uh, okay. Um, so power to the people, um, speak truth to power. We all have power, like all of us can be powerful. We've got, you know, in different situations, in different circumstances. I think like on a personal, what would your mother say? My mother would say, oh my God, she would just say, like, oh let it go, just, just be just hold it just let people find themselves in the situation oh my mom was very spiritual so that's what she would say swap so we're talking about what my mum would say she say well what the heck are you talking about <laughs> well done lady <laughs> not particularly spiritual um northern working class background sounds great <laughs> <laughs> Get her head around what I'm doing. I can That's talk on the phone. Oh, is it time up? Yeah. Oh, oh ready. Daisy, you can relax and become oh. one of the members of the audience. And so you can use your signs. There's a new one that we're introducing now, which you've got blank paper, we've got a blackboard, and we're allowed to write any instruction we want. It's a wild card. Anything you like, self-authored, um, and to be used one at a time at any point during these next two minutes. Um, and we have the subject of community, and we are starting with Danny Miller. Now, we have another collaborator as well who is very welcome. Danny, do you want to go first? Because uh, I've just no, let's go. Uh, okay, I'll go then community the first thing that comes to my mind is division and how do we heal it and um what sort of um environment do we want to create to uh, facilitate that healing where do we start from there like with the cpp conference a lot of people are talking about things that are i suppose trending right now there might be a few things that aren't trending that might not be represented that maybe people might not want to talk about but that still makes up community. I mean, in, in my uh, community, uh, split politically, like um, left and right. Yeah, left and right. Emma, it's over to you. We've got Swap from Daisy. She's dancing. It's a shimmy. It's a clear shimmy to answer the question. It's your baker, your butcher, your candlestick maker, and everybody else. It's the people that you knock on the door of or you live next door to. It's like your neighbours, but she'd say that because she's moved recently, that that's all kind of broken down a bit for her, that she's trying to build new links. But because she's like suffered 
her and my dad have both suffered health problems actually since they've moved, which is bizarre. So they've sort of retired to this this sort of more rural location and now they're struggling with health problems since. So the community for them, they've not had a chance to really access it in the way that they wanted to because these health problems have kind of prevented them from doing so. So the community while it's time, sorry to interrupt you there, Emma. Yeah, but time. <laughs> well done. And another issue that the community probably needs to address is how to access people who aren't able to come out as well. Yeah. We have creative people, create creative places across our country's town. Anyone who's just joined us, welcome to our power play, to our breakout space. Um, if you do want to participate, you, you can. can. Uh, if you don't, you don't have to. We have um, Danny and Daisy who are being absolute troopers for us. They've already done one Excellent session. audience and participants. Beautiful. behavior. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. But in the meantime, you can also be a, an audience member mm -hmm. and you can do that by being an active one or a passive one. So if you want to be an active one, it would require turning on your face. face. Um, and preparing a few signs which you can do with a pen and paper. And one of these signs is squat. The other is... Be frank. You've got the other one. Oh, here we go. What would your mother say? And then we also have a wild card. Which is so wild, it's... Um, blank. Blank. Do what you will. Okay. <laughs> so it looks like we might be the only interrupters at the moment, but we are going to move to our next conversation and we can expand it to three minutes, don't we? Because we're actually on time. Excellent. So, okay, so new pairing. We've got Danny chatting to Daisy for this next conversation. Spotlight um, them. Spotlight them. And we would love you two to talk to each other about empowerment for three minutes. Let's go, Daisy. Okay, so, well... Danny, I, I think empowerment is like it's a word that that's used a lot, and we need to really find out what it what it is, what it how it feels inside for people. I think it's like a case of something that we would like to sort of rebalance. That's one. Of, that's not one of the. That's good. That's true. That's like the opposite. That's like a continuation of that, isn't it? Oh, what would your child say? My child will say about empowerment. He said, Daddy, you're not part of my family. You're making me sad. That was this morning. That was this morning. <laughs> what are you saying? What do you say to them? Huh? Hello. What do you think about power? My family, okay? I'll just repeat what I just said. Yeah, okay, right. Um, Back to it. Yeah, well, um, yeah we're stopping or I'm on it now. Yeah, go on. Empowerment. Okay, empowerment. Yeah, all right. So uh, I'm going to go off on a tangent. When I was growing up, I used to watch a lot of um, 80s cartoons, into a lot of 80s music, and that empowered me pretty much. I feel a lot of the media that we're watching nowadays, um, I mean, people who have been creating um, media for the past few decades have been looking at really trying to go into people's weaknesses and their, um, you know, their um, deficiencies and really try and celebrate them as strengths, but inadvertently have not been celebrating people's strengths as strengths. So I think a lot of us are relating to people's weaknesses, but not relating to people's strengths. So whereas we're looking at people, they go, oh, they, they look too vulnerable, they look too approachable, like um, they don't understand our struggles. Blah, blah. Some people don't understand the struggle because they're just constantly positive pushing forwards and they just got to do what they got to do in their lives and get on with it. And then they get pointed out as being, okay, we're to pull you down and get you to back to reality. When in fact, 
they're creating reality by constantly um, putting a positive spin on things, constantly seeing the silver lining. And uh, I feel that that's kind of the environment I grew up in. All my heroes are invulnerable. All my heroes always made to the end. All my heroes, they overcame adversity. All my heroes did that. The invulnerabilities were things that I could relate to. Nowadays, they've got vulnerabilities that I can't relate to. And if I take them on board, I feel like I'm making myself weaker. There's one thing I watched in Harry Potter, which was a great series. I loved it. Um, there was this, the, the sword of Gryffindor. It only takes in that which makes it stronger. And I, that really resonated with me. So in terms of empowerment, a lot of things for me is avoiding things that don't make me feel powerful, Hi. not taking those things on board. So, okay, that was all me then. All right, oh, at the end. Oh, good. <laughs> really good. Okay. Uh, I like the subject. Yeah, no, well, you nailed it. People, place, power, giving space for the imagination to grow. Pause. Can you hear it? That space for hippocampus to grow. That beginning of a sentence with a yawning opening, a semicolon ready for you to start afresh. The power to write the future. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, okay so it's our third power play. Yes. And Mel, 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 Mel. Mel's there. Danny's there still. We've got lots of other people just tuning in in the background, which is brilliant. Hi, Mel. Um, hi, Mel. Excellent. So I think for this round, we'll start off by pairing. Danny and Mel, and we're going to give you a new word to discuss amongst yourselves. Yeah. And we'll let you talk freely for two minutes um, about the word purpose. It's, it's a naked conversation. We will not be interrupting. You've with, got the full power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over to you guys. You go. Well, for me, purpose is something that is in all of my practice for the simple fact that I'm an activist. I'm an activist in all the work I do because um, it's necessary. I'm, a, I'm deaf, I use hearing aids. I'm black. I'm presenting as female, although I'm non-binary and I choose non-binary because I want as much power as I can have. And I think when you have disabilities, you need to really just decide your poison. And, you know, my sexuality is not out there for discussion. So for me, purpose is about activism and in your art, not compromising. I'm not doing the work I was trained to do and doing the work born to do. <laughs> what about you, Danny? Well, for me, uh, if I look at the word purpose, one of the things I'm thinking about is uh, I've got my own purpose, but the purpose of art in general. And um, I'm not really a social activist. I have been involved in activism on a personal level where I had to bring certain people into account and it got a bit messy. So I understand the ins and outs of putting your, your reputation on the line within a space and it being destroyed if you stand up for what you believe in. But coming from that, the idea of a purpose in art is me looking at what it's actually for and what it pretty much, I've taken it is, is um, to, um, I suppose, uh, share communications in a way that normal communication ways have failed or they don't work very well or they don't, yeah, well, like I'm doing right now. Don't, I can't say, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, but basically um, you're sort of like portraying something in a certain way that will make people think in a different way. For example, like I can walk into a conversation, I can start throwing labels around. Uh, if I do it, do it in a visual way or uh, an image, I, I'm changing the idea of um, 
values connected to labels because I might not use any labels. People go, oh, I get this coming from. When I add labels afterwards, they go, oh, you were talking about that. But a lot of times it's like, as an artist, you can play with those things. You can play with the idea of creativity, putting across maybe an established conversation that everyone already knows and put it in a different light uh, by, I don't know, acting it out, uh, showing like the, the physical relationships in a, I don't know, in a, in a theoretical idea. Like, okay, you're talking about, for example, let's say Black Lives Matter, right? You've got that sort of, everyone knows what that's about. But then if you put it in the context where you're going, I mean, I did a comic strip once about, um, about someone asking a black guy, what is your thoughts on Black Lives Matter? And he goes, I write a piece and I make it really deep. And then they edit it down to three words. It's, it's 500 pieces, it's Black Lives Matter. And he goes, um, what have you done with my piece, my 500-word piece? He goes, oh, don't worry, uh, you know, we've uh, edited it down for our piece. Here's a food voucher. And the idea that like, uh, I could get that across because I was able to put it into that format. Like, if I'm trying to explain that, people haven't got time of day, and a lot of people who are um, of colour don't get to actually have a take that disagrees with the narrative that's been put across that's supposed to be from their mouths, which is kind of, um, you know, uh, topsy-turvy. But um, just like, the idea of how art can bridge that gap also it's very uh, it unites people together as well and I think the purpose of art is to, to share experiences uh, and to and to record them as well lovely thing to end on there for that conversation thank you very much um, and a beautiful beautiful contribution and um pickles hey Danny what is it that you do well I do well, I'm just a resident that interacts with CPP uh, in my area. It's called Creative Bark and Dagenham. I've got a little bit of artistic skill that I picked up uh, back in the day when I was a kid. And uh, it's sort of like revived that. So like if someone wants something done and I'm there and I've got the time, yeah, I'm in. What type of things did you like doing when you were a kid? What gets you ignited? My main passion, if I can use that word, passion. Yeah, okay. Um, is um, I, like, um, I just like dance music. So I like making that. So what I've been doing with Craig Bark and Dagenham and a couple of times, I've, 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 um, I've wrote a couple of tracks and put it to dance. And then my, my wife, she sings them because I'm, I'm, I'm not the best singer. So, uh, yeah, we did something with Kinetica of Silk River and that was a really cool collaboration. Craig Bark and Dagenham collaborated with Kinetica and then Kinetica came to us directly to my wife and said, can you write us a song? And uh, which means me writing a song, obviously. So then, um, then we performed that on their, their walk. They did like um, a walk like as a 12-day walk, I think, 12 days. Walking through our borough, we got to sing our song, basically. It was supposed to be about themed about the river, to do with um, Silk River, something to do with the um, independence of um, India from uh, over 70 years from uh, the UK. And then they took our song and they actually sang it over in India as well, which is really crazy. So, I mean... So, so you wrote your own song in your stuff? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a circus performer and it means that I don't have much vocal stuff when I do my stuff because I get out of breath and I would really love to mm -hmm. do something with your stuff do you fancy doing some sort of collaborating and seeing what your fusion does with a bit of circus something a bit different well I'm always up for collaborations uh, whatever I can fit in I'm up for it yeah definitely yeah because you know I really think us collaborating together could really create some some new fusions I think one thing this pandemic has brought out for me is that sitting where I was doesn't work but going where I need to be does and I want to grow. Okay. So being outside of my comfort zone, maybe in a bit of your environment and working together, seeing how I move to the sounds and the words that you create and then putting it out there on a new platform. What do you think? 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm up. For, I'm up for that talk. Definitely. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Have we actually made an actual collaboration? In a <laughs> Might have done. Yeah. <laughs> result. 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 That is wonderful and good because we're at a virtual conference. So for you two to have met like this, this is a very nice thing. That's the time up on that topic. But what a beautiful way to end. Excellent. It's like it was planned. Days is still around. I'm here, I'm a fan. I'm a fan girl. I'm a fan girl oh, of Hunter and now Ariel, Mel and Danny as well. Yay! That was just Yay. amazing. I, I was, I had rushes, you know, of, it was so exciting. That <laughs> a, a conversation about collaboration is actually one step towards the I actual know. thing. Everything begins conversation. A lot of the time we just need the invitation to have the right conversation. Or ask the right questions as well, Mel. Like make the connections, you know, and be open and be like, have like a, a sort of yes, a yes attitude, I suppose. Yeah, take the attitude. What we would do if we were actually physically in a real space with each other, we would be having, that's exactly the conversation I would have had. Well, Mel, that you know? was, and your proactivity is absolutely fantastic. It's the kind of thing we all like, it's just needed and required to activate things. So that was beautiful. And, our, and I'm going to form a new collaboration, but with no pressure for that to be another one, Mel, you know, but, you know, feel free. But, um, <laughs> You and Daisy will take the next topic, if that's okay. And your topic, beautifully, because we've arrived here, is joy. Hi, Mel. Hey, how's it going? Good. It's very joyful being here today. I think that art, like art is mostly, like community art is often, I would, maybe not mostly, but mostly about art, about joy, I think. About increasing opportunities for joy. Absolutely. It's like you can have as many skills as you want in four walls, but it means nothing until you go out there and you share it and you ignite something in somebody. And it may not be the message that you think that you're giving. It could be they like the sparkles or they, they like the sparkles that you didn't wear or, you know, they just they like your hair or they like your shoes and oh maybe they like your act and they like the way you speak or you know and all these things bring joy in so many different ways and if you can just ignite all of these little candles in your audience members and some of them aren't audience members they're just people passing through lives but it touches them maybe three hours later when they're having a cup of tea and they're just like what was that I saw and that's where that piece of joy comes where you're not thinking about the stresses in life. Yeah, to me, yeah. And maybe even, you know, the more difficult pieces of art or the more difficult projects, like they will process some, some sort of negativity that will then leave space for more joy later. So like everything has value, you know, the, those kind of more difficult areas of self-expression. What's the flip side? Yeah. But if you don't, but the problem is, is if you don't look at safe spaces and making sure that the mental health is looked after, nurtured and is protected, because sometimes the original story that comes out may come out in anger, in frustration, in a way that is not entertaining, but it is heartfelt. Is that the flip side? That is definitely the flip side, because <laughs> in that moment, you can walk out the door and never come back. Because that is real. It's not. You acting. could be so 
like somebody could be so angry about a piece of art, you know, that's representing something that they don't want to think about or deal with or have in their lives. You know, so we produce street art in Ipswich and some of it's been like a little bit contentious. You know, people, we've had criticism, right? So because, because, of because it's public and because it's long term, it's staying there for quite it's a long time. It's, it's, it's interfering in people's lives, you know. But also it's because of safe spaces. If people think that people are being exploited or there's some form of tokenism or the aftercare isn't there, people will get defensive and protective and mm. it will come across as anger. I work in a disabled art street also doing outdoor street arts and quite often at first the people of Bath would think you shouldn't be taking the mick out of disabled people you shouldn't be and then they kind of realized that we were actually disabled and we weren't taking the mick we were doing our art in the vehicles that we had and once they realized that we were a disabled arts performing company the whole tone changed Mm -hmm. but the initial tone when we went out we were being verbally attacked but we just we just had to, you know, we worked with experts and counsellors who pre-warned us what could happen, who trained us mm-hmm. how to cope in those situations, who it was really a, an additional service that came pre-event. And then there mm-hmm. was also an after-event of counselling and support to make sure that we didn't feel that we had sold ourselves out because, you know, that's how it is. And it brings such a great, exciting feeling when you come together and you realise that, yeah, we've got these problems, we've got these barriers, but look, we've shared our story, we've created light, we've created joy, people have got the message and it's done what it's supposed to do. You know, it's entertaining, it's creating joy and to generate joy, you've got to believe it, you've got to, you've got to recognise the hard side and then find your way forward to the entertainment and the joy. It's very true. Yeah. We are we are at our time, but just to drop in because we've got we we can take this because uh, we it's our session. We can do what we want. And so, uh, <laughs> Danny asked a really good question there, which is how do you generate joy? Um, can I just say that uh, Mel, <clears throat> you're really good at just segueing according to the prompt, according to the. The signs that the passive yeah. audio, the non passive audio, like you're segueing so fast, I don't even know if you've got. Oh, yeah, she is talking about that. She saw that like ages ago. Oh, sorry, it was just because I was just highlighting the end of yeah. time that Mel hadn't already segued beautifully into it. So, like, it was actually just a bureaucratic, annoying interruption. Well, you are wearing red business suits, so must be like some red tape around here. Told on the street what that means. We have, yeah. And how welcome that might be. And we're like, it's it's a joke. We're not really business. (laughs) We make business. (laughs) I've interrupted, really. I've ruined it. I've ruined ruined Christmas. Let's leave it there. We've got another session. We're going to do this. collaborative for this last session like Danny could play share some of his music with us oh this is good we could, do, I some could do some aerial general dance we could make a jingle together we could make a jingle together live whoever adds me that was a collaboration yeah if you don't add me nothing happens that's it that's how it works we get it. So there it is don't all right there you go <laughs>
Artist on Zoom. People, People power. Wow. People, place, power. People, place, power. Okay, so hopefully you have managed to get the bits we suggested to make a cocktail together or a mocktail. Uh, whichever takes your fancy. If you haven't, please just improvise with anything that you may have to hand. So look, we've asked you to get the following. Let's, uh, let's see how long you've all done. So we've asked you to get either a bottle of Prosecco or if you're really posh, a bottle of champagne. We've gone for a small bottle of Prosecco. Your favourite gin. Or you can swap both of those out for something like a Mediterranean tonic. Um, and then you need some pineapple juice. Voila, a lime. Roll it like we were taught. Um, and preferably some tropical decor. So the drink we are making today is called Pineapple Power. <laughs> strong. It's really strong there, Han. I can tell that you spent a lot of time. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's time to jump on board the co-creation train and make that bad boy together. Let's just start with the pineapple. Okay. Wait, they need their glasses. They do? Yeah. This. Right. Yeah, we're going to need um, two glasses, a flute and a tumbler. And before we get cracking on the pineapple, we're going to crack open the Prosecco or the Champagne or the Fancy Tonic. First instruction. Try to do that now. Yeah, so we need our flute and you need your sparkling of any variety. Is that enough? I haven't finished the instruction. Oh. Okay, do you want to just do it without me? No, I just went sure. straight to the floor. Okay, fine. What I'm going to ask you to do is turn it on its side and then pour a measure slowly down the side of the glass and then another measure, another measure, another measure and another measure. Put the bottle down, sit back and relax and take a sip. That's your drink for making the drink. Okay? You can just relax now. It's good. It's good. Now back to the pineapple. Okay, back to work. We want you to evoke a feeling that you might have had today or in response to today, you know, it could be or a moment of today. And this is how you should approach your pineapple. The aim is to make a garnish. There's a garnish in response to this feeling. So perhaps you need to collate the leaves in some way. Perhaps you make a sequence of chunks uh, or perhaps you simply cut its head off very cleanly um, and then once you're done put this aside and we'll move on to the next instruction she looks like she's going for a star how, how are you feeling yeah i'm feeling confident but you're feeling confident after today not after today just with cutting the pineapple okay so she's kind of misread the instruction i was giving so maybe don't follow her i was saying a feeling about today not just about yourself right now Onto the gin. So now we need our tumbler. Pop a double shot of the gin. If you've got a measure, great. If you haven't, three, four, which is Darton's speciality. Glug, glug is a double shot. And that was definitely four gloves, but very good. And again, glug, glug. Yeah. I've got it. Yeah. So whatever sound you have, if you can just kind of bring it to mind. You can do it in your head or you can do it out loud. I don't mind if you take off whoever wants to come off mic for just this moment of the sound so what were you going with i'm going with 
I'm going with, did you have to do that? And you're going with, okay. So you can come off mic if you want. If not, just enjoy it yourself. We don't really mind. We're going to do it. Three, two, one. Did you have to do that? Huh! Oh. <laughs> Great noise. <laughs> now we're going to be pouring three fingers of the pineapple juice. Yep, lovely. Now we're moving on to the lime, which we're going to cut in half and squeeze that half into your beverage. Okay, so at this point, I'd like you to get your ice and move about a metre away from your beverage. That's great. So at this point, we'll be asking you to think of a pledge. So this is kind of something that you're moving forward with after this amazing conference. We haven't much time to think about it. I don't think it matters. I think you could make a pledge now, today, knee-jerk pledge to yourself. But what we're doing is each time we're thinking of a pledge, we're saying it out loud, and then we're throwing the ice cube into the glass to consummate the pledge. Okay? So, done? Yeah. Say the pledge. Focus on what empowers you. She didn't get it in, so until she does, she keeps saying it and doing it again. Focus on what empowers you. 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 Okay, well done, you got it in there too. Congratulations. Excellent work. Thank you. Now add a dash of the tonic. And it's time now to add any decorative paraphernalia you might have to hand, ending with your pineapple garnish. But we want you to do this via a move or a piece of movement, like a lunge into the glass. Perhaps it's like a slow motion flurry, or perhaps it's like a run and jump. Hopefully <laughs> rounding it in the glass there, that's great. So if everybody could garnish away, that's great. You need to put yours on, so if you just finish doing that. Great, okay, we're ready. We're ready to drink, but at this point, obviously, we would like to make a toast. So here we go. Everybody ready? We love what it means to be local. We want to celebrate everything local. We love the local chippy that asks how your week's been, pubs and cafes providing surrogate families and extensions of the home, people taking pride in where they live, doing things for their community, and when it's noticed that someone is ill. Being local is four generations present in the same place and on the first name terms with the bus driver, postman and all your neighbours. Caring more because it's less easy to ignore. Sharing spaces because anonymity is less of an option. And having a chat about the weather that stops you feeling lonely. It's real people in real time having boring conversations. It's healthy human interaction, grounded in a common place and trying to find common cause. With an ongoing debate around global versus local, with Brexit splitting the country, with a virus taking lives worldwide, mass protesting for BLM, after the killing of George Floyd, in the presence of extremes, nationalist reviews, the political mainstage, there is no greater need for community than now. Community. People say my street, my village, my town, my city, because it is theirs, because we are all local somewhere, and we should be proud, 
here's to the reanimation of the high streets, to not losing any relocating we did in lockdown, to exploding boundaries, risk-taking, embracing change and taking responsibility for our fear. To empowering others and including all, to cross-cultural conversations and human connection, to appreciation of what we already have, coming together in adversity and in celebration, failing, learning and playing together. Let's co-create, let's collaborate. Let's not just reworld our countryside, but our towns with cultural experiences and consequently our minds by relinquishing unnecessary control and accepting, not resisting, allowing all to bloom and thrive in a harmonious and spontaneous ecosystem. Imagine how beautiful that would be. Please raise your glasses. To a future in which there are strong, thriving communities, in which cross-cultural dialogue and collaboration are the norm, mental health and well-being are respected and championed, where female experience and female leaders are visible and championed, people are no longer marginalised, and in which more people have more joyful experiences. Get your defibrillators out and get the hearts of places pumping back into the high streets and spilling into everyone's homes throughout the whole of the country. To getting back out there. Cheers! You're all brilliant. Enjoy your drinks and each other. We've just got time done. One more thing. Okay. We've got a uh, poem. A poem. Okay, it's definitely worth it. We weren't going to do this, but we're going to do this. This one's called Victory. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that was it. Four workshops, five jingles and an epic cocktail making session to capture the spirit of the day and the people we met. Our call to action is to make and programme work for our communities that takes real risks, welcomes serendipity and allows people to be people and to genuinely, creatively collaborate and authentically express themselves while the artists also protects and produces quality and appealing work. People, place, power. People, place, power. Thank you to Alice and the team at the CPP conference. Carl, Greenwood, Danny Oliver, Daisy, Ariel Mel and Emma are brilliant conversers in our power play workshops. And our other jingle makers, Marcia Crane, Kate Snelling and Mark Robinson. <laughs>